This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 3, Episode 4, Decontamination. And let's start it off with some announcements. Uh, last week, we uh, let you guys know that we were going to celebrate getting 100 likes on our Facebook page by doing a live stream event. We let you guys, the listeners, vote on what system you wanted to watch us play in this live stream event. And the polls are closed. The numbers are in. And the system we will be playing is... End of the World Zombie Apocalypse! Woo! Yay! So End of the World Zombie Apocalypse, for those of you that don't know, is a game where all of the players play themselves in the midst of a zombie apocalypse. So next week we will announce who the cast is going to be because we got to ask around and see who's available. (laughs) And uh, we are going to do this live stream event on the 16th of November. That's a few weeks from now, uh, Wednesday. Uh, We don't have the exact time yet because it depends a little bit on the availability of the cast. So all of that will be ironed out for announcement next week. Uh, But whoever we pick will be playing themselves as we work together to try to survive a zombie apocalypse. Uh, And I shall murder you all. Addie is going to be the GM. Uh, So you know at least one player will be me. And thank you so much for voting. We're really uh, excited to do this with you guys. Um, we'll have all the details for you next week. Uh, it's going to be great. But uh, that's the only announcement we really have for this week. So I believe it is time to move into Words with the GM. Hi. Hi, GM. Hi. So this is Words with the GM about Hi. Series 3, Episode 3. Familiar territory, where it's really like a Steve episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is is definitely a Steve episode. Yeah, the, the title's a reference to the fact that it's like fighting in the bar, it's just like back on Titan. Oh hey, that station's just like uh, the Black Ops station that uh that was above Titan. <laughs> uh it's very familiar ground for uh Steve sneaking into a space station and knocking some skulls. <laughs> yeah. Shivin' people. Yeah, he didn't actually shiv. Actually, Steve didn't kill anybody. That's true. He did use someone as a as a human shield, and that person did get shot, but he's not dead yet. He's not dead yet. <laughs> not dead yet. <laughs> Only um, mostly dead. <laughs> no, he didn't kill anyone by virtue of the combat system. Yeah. Which is actually something we should probably talk about. How the system works, uh, the combat system. Yeah, uh, it can be pretty lethal if uh, if you fuck up. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and that's mostly because combat has very few roles in it. It's not a, a traditional system at all. Basically, um, combat is initiated or I guess you're initiated upon and then you either brace for impact or you roll your attack. And uh, just like everything else, hacking a computer or flying a ship, if you succeed, you as the player get to decide how you succeed. And if you're fighting seven people and you roll one good roll, that doesn't mean that you succeed in punching out all seven people. Right, right. You win the encounter, but perhaps seven people counts as multiple encounters. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then on a partial, uh, you succeed, but there's a cost. So you'll take an injury or um, someone will get away or something like that. And if you fail your brace for impact or your attack um, and you've put yourself in a vulnerable situation or it's ship-to-ship combat and they're shooting a laser at you... um, you could very well just die or get stabbed in the throat or, you know, phaser shot or something and, like, you're Kaputsky. Yeah, because weapons in the system don't have, like, a damage value or anything like that. It's just, like, how lethal are they? Like, and then how skilled is the person who's attacking you? And so, like, if you fail, like you as a GM get to determine the like severity of that injury. And that's how it is. Like you don't really have hit points. You just have like an amount of 
injuries that you can take. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's a minor injury. Like they, they graze you. But then like if you get hit again, it's like, all right, well now you have like a major injury and then like you have a severe injury, you have a debility, uh, you get your, your hand cut off and you have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, the, and it's, I think perhaps more gritty than um, any other system that I've experienced, like even playing like a Cthulhu game and and definitely more so than Shadowrun or um, D&D um, where injuries don't really, you, you kind of have that like refresh bar. Right. Um, there's not that in this system. It's like if you sprain your ankle, cool, you're off your ankle for like the next two encounters. Yeah. And I think it really just like plays well into the system because it makes it so combat doesn't like in most systems, like a combat takes a very long time. It's super fun and very satisfying, but it's like, oh, okay, we're engaging in combat now. It's kind of a different game now. Mm-hmm. Now we're like using these abilities and like, you know, using like, you know, oh, like, okay, how much do- movement do I have? Can I get there? Like it becomes like very like nuts and bolts whenever you get into combat in mm-hmm. most systems. Whereas this one, it, it like streamlines it into like do a couple rolls and then we describe what happens. And like when you lose, it's still really interesting because like now you're injured like, and even if you get out of the situation or you get captured, whatever, uh, like you're injured and now you get to like tell the story of your character getting better. Yeah. Especially for a character who, um, you know, isn't an engineer or isn't like captain. Um, you know, if you, if your like main thing is like your physical abilities, whether that be like your, your, your ability to fly ships or your ability to like punch somebody in the face. And all of a sudden you have a stump for a hand, uh, things get difficult. (laughs) You're it's a, it's a very important moment in your character's life though. There are prosthetics you can get. Yeah. And the healing is, I mean, it is advanced healing because it is space, space, future. (laughs) Um, You can be healed from things and there are definitely ways to overcome loss of limb and almost loss of life, Uh, but it's not easy and it takes a lot of time. And that's something that the system does really well is it uses time against you. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, What was your favorite part? So my favorite part in uh, the last episode was, as I've said before, like I created like a whole bunch of different paths and and left little threads for you guys to pull on everywhere because I didn't really know what you guys were going to do because of the open world sandbox nature of the system. Right. Um, and so when you guys were flying past the um, the abandoned space station the first time. Mm-hmm. It did not have humans in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it was filled with poison <laughs> and it was like definitely lethal. Uh, it was a, it was a thing that it was a trap. Right. Um, and then instead, you know, you guys are flying back towards it cause pirates. And, uh, so then he was like, well, can, can, can I scan this station? And I was like, yes. And then he rolled like a 13 and he was like, what he says in the episode, that was not even close to it. And it's like such the epitome of this system. And it was just like, all right, all of a sudden that's a sole military black ops station. Have fun with that GM. Yeah. (laughs) We have changed the narrative. (laughs) Um, and that was really fun to sort of set me scrambling. Um, and really it was the first moment where you guys took the initiative to describe something happening. Yeah. To like change, Um, change the way the story was going to be. And it felt, um, really satisfying. Like you guys were, you know, doing what you're supposed to and taking the reins. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that for me was my favorite part. Nice. What was your favorite part? My favorite part is definitely, uh, the introduction of the mechanic close quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that is such an awesome mechanic. I love that. The way it works, uh, uh, which I think we kind of made made clear during the episode, is uh, every, all the players pick someone, whether it be an NPC or a PC, uh, and they target that person and roll uh, the 2d6, and it's a you know same brackets, uh, failure, partial, and full success. If you get a full success, uh, you bond over something, and you get to narrate how you guys bond. And if you get a failure, uh, they... There's a falling out. Yeah, instead of bonding, uh, you you have something bad happen and like it's some bad blood between the two of you that you're going to have to probably reconcile later. Uh, and then if you get in a, a partial success, uh, they get to learn something about you. Uh, it almost feels like a team building exercise. Yeah, it's like you guys are stuck here. 
be friends or not. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. It sets up this dynamic between the characters, this interplay that like sometimes you can get in a, in a role playing game uh, just because of the people you play with, but it doesn't always come naturally. And sometimes it takes a while and sometimes it's not clean. Whereas like this system just like makes this amazing thing where it's just like, yeah, roll some dice. And then uh, like your guys's relationships are going to change or you're going to learn more about each other. Yeah. that's ah, oh, I love it. It was so much fun, and I can't wait for more close quarters rolls. <laughs> but I think we've talked enough uh, for words with the GM. So uh, before we move on into the next episode, uh, just a rundown on all of the character advancement triggers uh, for this episode. Uh, this episode's uh, character advancement triggers are actually the same as last episode's. Uh, so everyone will gain experience if. A life is saved or destroyed by science. A computer crash causes chaos. A perilous order is obeyed. Or if a bold act fails spectacularly. Uh, So keep an eye out for any of those things happening. Uh, You will probably hear us bring them up and uh, cheer because our characters will be leveling up whenever they happen. And with that, we can move on in. To series three, episode four, decontamination. Enjoy. I am Captain Andalith Dorovan. Approximately ten years ago, I was given command of the GBC patrol clipper designation Pixis. My father, who happens to be the Nyloth High Counselor, was less than pleased at my decision to stray away from the political legacy I was born into. I willingly left the burdens of fundraisers and backroom dealings to my sister, and enlisted as soon as I was of age. I believe in a ship with clearly defined rules and protocols. Galactic Battle Command's standardized procedures exist for a reason, and therefore should be respected and observed. However, a good captain selects a crew that can compensate for his own shortcomings. As such, I have handpicked an unlikely bunch of officers to serve by my side. They may require official reprimands on a regular basis, but I would lay down my life for them in an instant, should the situation arise. Though, as a Nyloth, I naturally view any situation that devolves into violence as a failure of some degree, so let's hope it never comes to that. Hi, Lieutenant Nashikali Hasha reporting, pilot of the GBC Pixis. I was raised aboard the orbital station Hephaestus, descended from the comms officer on the Technoka 2. The military definitely wasn't my first career choice. It wasn't really a choice at all. See, I'm pretty susceptible to suggestions, so when an old station friend of mine called up with a job offer, I didn't think to ask too many questions. Turns out, stealing a jump code and trying to make an unapproved jump is very, very illegal. Lucky for me, the officer that caught me offered me a decision. Prison or go to the academy. Captain Dorvin saw my flight record and scooped me up just after graduation, and I've been flying this bird ever since. Name's Master Chief Steve Armstrong. Grown up on Titan, you learn real quick that it's a shiv or be shivved world there. Only way to survive is be faster than the other guy. Them's the kind of skills that got me picked up by the Seoul military. Train me to travel the stars, meet important people, and kill them. Did that for quite a while, until I had the opportunity to transfer to Galactic Battle Command. Took the chance to get out of the life of violence and make a new start for myself. Serving aboard the GBC Pixis may not be as exciting as being a black ops assassin, but it pays the bills and is a hell of a lot safer. Most of the time. Instead of trying to kill everyone I meet, my official duties now include making sure all the marines are ready for a fight, onboard security, and keeping track of all the liquor consumed in the ship's lounge. Captain even entrusted me with his knockout toxin should he ever fall into a murderous Nyloth battle rage. Unofficially, don't ask me what I do on this ship. Uh, my name is Major Araman Touch, head engineer for the GBC Pixis. I left Maba on my Fora homeworld on a mining ship when I was just a pup, with dreams of romance and discovery among the stars. What I mostly got was seven years of indentured servitude in the engine room, but then I escaped to join Galactic Battle Command, whose academy taught me real astronautic engineering with the occasional foray into doomed romance. After graduation, I served on a dreadnought until my old academy buddy, Andalith Dorovan, became captain of his own ship and asked me to engineer for him. The idea of soaring through the sector with a friend by my side, meeting new people and doing some good? 
It just makes my big dillo heart flutter. And who knows, maybe somewhere out there in the cold vacuum of space, there's a burning star of love for Araman Tudge. The crew of the Pixis, having dropped their science team off on the home world of the Cozy Lingoa, began their regular patrol, um, stopping at the Ukran station in order to pick up some uh, much-needed supplies for Captain Doravin, and then sussed out the source of some disappearing ships uh, in the sector, uh, which led them to the... Drachma Station, uh, a previously thought to be abandoned station filled with caustic gas um, and apparently occupied by some sort of human contingent. Chief Armstrong uh, successfully infiltrated the uh, station and managed to take out the staff with the help of the rest of the crew from the Pixis and was able to successfully exfiltrate with a prisoner in tow. He and Major Tudge and the prisoner were then trapped in the airlock of the Pixis as it flew away under decontamination with the injured prisoner and uh, Steve exposed to whatever caustic substance was in the space station. What do you do? Steve, don't you die on me. There's a breach in your, your suit. It must have been caused by the bullet. It's very large. Uh, <laughs> please, can you feel your legs? Describe what you're feeling to me. Tudge? Tell me your feelings, Steve. You just tore this about hmm, four minutes ago. I'm feeling fine. Okay, are you sure? Fe- feeling A-okay. You were exposed to whatever is in there. I am feeling A-okay, yeah? Uh, you feel fine. Tudge, have you taken off your hab suit? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do some research real quick and take a look at those files that you sent over. All right, Chief? Go for it. The roll interface. It's an 11. Cool. Boxcars. <laughs> you gain a data point. Cool. It is about the uh, human military covert forces. Damn. It reveals that this was a black site uh, and that they were um, aiding Tenreki rebels uh, against the Karmani in order to develop a uh, lucrative war trade economy. Mm. What else would you like to learn? I would like to learn about the artificial uh, environment, specifically the atmosphere. You learn that uh, the reason that they were not wearing hab suits is not because they were mutants, as you guys first suspected. Uh, it was that it is engineered to be safe for humans. Mm, but no other race? No just other humans. race, just humans. Does that include uh, the Lorealon? Seemingly so, though uh, there's no indication that it is definite, like that any tests have been done. Okay. Hey, touch, touch, touch. Yeah? Okay, so whatever you do, do not take your suit off until decontamination is complete. Oh, of course, of course. Whatever is going on inside that site, it's really, really dangerous for everybody except for humans. So, Steve, looks like you're going to be okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, that's all right. That's very all right. Uh, at this point, I get to the uh, to the other door of the airlock, uh, hitting on the comms, looking through the window. Uh, Major Tudge, a sit rep, please. Uh, everyone seems to be fine. Uh, my uh, uh, the prisoner is in stable condition. However, uh, condition is deteriorating rapidly. Uh, I I can't give you an estimate on whether or not he'll make it until decontamination finishes. I'm going to try to keep him stable as possible, but it looks like uh, being Human is mutant enough for this uh, atmosphere, <laughs> so uh, it, I, it, it poses no problem for them being in a contaminated biosphere. It's just me. Uh, Iota, time until decontamination is over? Decontamination is 37% complete. If you could send a medic over here, maybe uh, they could... Uh, what is through. the name of the, the... Dr. Quintanilla. It's a uh, SIF. Okay. I go on the I go on the comms. Or I ought to patch me into Doctor Quintanilla. Yes, sir. Doctor Quintanilla, I need your assistance in uh, near the w- rear airlock, please. Immediately, bring 
all of your supplies. Sure, yeah, on my way. All right, we have uh, Dr. Quintanilla on the way. Do what you can, Tudge. Dr. Quintanilla? Tudge blushes. <laughs> <laughs> She's very smart. Uh, yes, Captain. We have a, a, a prisoner in there who uh, is barely stabilized at the moment. Um, if you can lend any remote assistance the, until the decontamination process is over, uh, we might be able to save him. Sorry, decontamination. Yeah, it's real poison in here if you ain't human at the moment. Is Mr. Tudge in there? Yeah, I'm in here. So Mr. Tudge is the patient? No, I, I'm suited up. There's, uh, we seem to have acquired a prisoner. Uh, I, uh, I, I take the, the hand of the, of the unconscious prisoner, like hold it up and wave. <laughs> Wait, is she here or this overcomes? Uh, she's there. She's, she's arrived, but she hasn't looked through the window yet. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he's, uh, he's gunshot. I, I think I've stabilized him so far, but, you know, I could use any of your, you know, assistance if you'd want to offer it. There should be an emergency medical pack somewhere in there. Can you find it? Yes. <laughs> okay, there is some um, autoadhesives that will seal the wounds. Any any chance you can manage that? Uh, yeah, we yeah, got it. I, I can. I have medical experience. I, uh, I'm smart too. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, Mister Tudge. Can you please uh, pl- apply them to the patient now? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna roll to do that. Sure. I'm gonna get involved. <laughs> and I'm heading heading back up to the bridge. Oh, thank God. Uh, I've got an eleven. Uh, so he, uh, he is now fully stabilized. He's still uh critical. Yeah. But not dying. See, doc, doctor, look, I, I did it. Well done. Uh, you'll just need to apply that every 15 minutes until uh, I can get to him because the corrosives will probably, toxins, I don't know, the, it, it will mess with the, um, the, the gels. Uh, okay, okay. Can you do that? Do you need me to stay here and watch you? I mean, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> do you need me to stand here and watch you? No. All right. I am on the comms. Should you need me, I will prep the bay. Are you all right? Oh, oh me? Yeah, yes. Y- okay. Do not take that hab suit off. No, no, never. Okay. And if it starts to um, corrode uh, and you get a puncture, call me immediately. Oh, okay, okay. Can I have your number? I'll be on the comms. Oh, right, yeah. Chief, I, I am assured that you can take care of this. Yeah, this ain't nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she she goes to prep the medical bay. Oh, she's so smart. Hasha, let's take a look at those reports. Yes, Captain, absolutely. What have you found out so far? Uh, seems to be some sort of black site for the Saul military. Um, obviously, they don't want people in there. It's harvesting things to give to uh, the Tenreki Rebellion against the Karmani, Captain. Let's forward this information to Galactic Battle Command and, uh, and ask for authorization to take action as well as reinforcements. Um, check our scanners. Make sure we're not being followed. Oh, I was just about to do that, Captain. You're so smart. Um, so I... Roll scan. Yeah, and I send the information to the proper authorities. So I have a six. Okay. You don't see anyone coming after you. Captain, having a little bit more trouble with this uh, console, but it doesn't look like there's anybody out there. All right, we'll keep it monitored. Um, this isn't an instance. Is it whenever somebody else uses my console that that uh, get involved comes into play? Uh, you can aid yourself. It's a yeah. So you would get a partial at a cost. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, so what do you see? Uh, I'm seeing a very small blip on the radar that, do, that just looks like a piece of space trash, but they're black ops people, so I described it to the captain. Well, there, there is something on the scanners, Captain, but I can't tell what it is. It might just be a floating piece of garbage. Uh, patch uh, Chief Armstrong into that feed. Uh, yeah, what, uh, what am I looking at here, Captain? Um, I was hoping you could tell me. Space, uh, space debris or perhaps uh, one of the human military vessels? Uh, all right, let me... Uh... Let me take a look. Uh, do I need to roll uh, interface to get an idea of this? 
you can do that, or you can spend your data point on humans. Yeah, so I'll spend that data point. Uh, so, Captain, we are on a, a refitted human ship, and ours turns invisible, right? Yes. This is one they loaned to somebody else, and it turns invisible. That ain't space trash. All right, then. Proceed normally, uh, Lieutenant. Uh, head towards the nearest jump gate. Um, don't act as if anything is, a, is amiss. Um, is there, are there any viewports on the after the ship? Uh, I want to try and get visual. Okay, you do. Do I see anything out there? You're gonna have to. L- you're gonna have to roll for that. That's sure. What am I rolling? Probably expertise. Uh, that would be an eleven. Uh, yeah. So you definitely see something. Like the telltale shimmer of a cloaking device, or yes, you see the telltale shimmer. <laughs> of a cloaking device. Telltale, elementary. <laughs> uh, can you patch me through to what you're seeing? Uh, yes, right about there. I believe it's a fighter of some kind. It looks about the size of what what was on the space station. What 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 would have been deployed from them? I didn't see any any heat and heat or energy registers uh, on my scanners or anything, but it could absolutely be that size. Yes, it does seem like a fighter. Something we could definitely handle if we need to. Um, any word from Galactic Battle Command yet? Uh, they've received our message, but nothing further. All right, keep that channel open. And continue flying as if we're unaware that we're being followed. Yes, Captain. Should I alert the authorities to our current status of possibly being followed? For the moment, no. I don't know what kind of uh, ability they have to intercept comms. Yes, sir. Uh, Does our ship have any kind of point defense? Sort of shooting down enemy missiles? Currently, all we have uh, is the energy cannon. Uh, Captain, may I make a recommendation? All means. Uh, I mean, I understand your desire to play it cool, so to speak. But um, if humans decide to shoot at you, generally speaking, you'd rather be further away than not. It's a fair point, but for the time being, he seems to just be interested in where we're heading and possibly monitoring our comms. We'll wait until he makes a move before we try anything to tip our hand. All right. And you're staying here in treatment being decontaminated. Tudge, I'm fine. (laughs) I'm not going to take a chance on you, Steve. (laughs) All right, Herman. (laughs) Oh, uh, sir, so we seem to be uh, receiving a hail from the Galactic Federation. Excellent. Patch me through. And I start start heading towards the bridge as I I get on the comms. What is this, Doravin? Uh, Commander Smith, uh, my... My crew and I have uh, have discovered. He, I mean, he's GBC, right? He's yeah. not military. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's not sole military. No. Just making sure. <laughs> my my crew and I have discovered uh, illegal sole military black ops site. Um, we have confirmation on that, and we're looking for GBC intervention. I think you intervened already, didn't you? We don't know what uh, the full extent of, uh, of their plans or their operation, and we definitely don't know what the power structure is like. And they had more than a few vessels uh, available on their ship or on the station. We do know that they are aiding the resistance. Who's sir. that? Oh. That would be my lieutenant, Nashikali Hasha. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, so here's the thing. This report says you investigated some ships or something... Then you decided to infiltrate a black site of our ally and then kill people and then ask for uh, help. Is that right? It is worth noting. I did not kill a single person on that station. I, I, I relay that, actually. Uh, we actually have uh, one gravely wounded who was shot from his own comrades, and we are doing our best to keep him alive. Great. Uh, so here's the deal, Doravin. Uh, we know about that black site. We allow it to exist. Excuse me, sir? Yeah. This black site, uh, we believe, has been targeting civilian ships and, uh, destroying them and stealing their cargo. Yeah. Or destroying them and hiding refugees in cargo pods to be transported to safe areas because they were, in fact, subjugated tenrax. Oh. What of the, uh, what of the 
bioengineered toxin that is lethal to all creatures but humans. It's a human black site. Nobody else is... I mean, you're lucky you sent your master chief in there because otherwise any one of you would have died. I believe a substance like that goes against GBC protocols for uh, peaceable times between the different species. Uh, sure. So they need to be sanctioned for that at the very least. Yeah, but then we'd have to sanction everybody else we know about. Do you want to do that? You know you do want to do that paperwork. Uh, yeah, why don't you come on in and do all that paperwork for me if you'd like that, Dorvin? So I'm to believe, uh, I'm to understand that this site is approved by the Nexus? Approved is a pretty strong word. Really quick, the all the data said nothing about their extra... All no. the data specifically said that they were aiding Tenreki uh, pirates, right? Yes. All right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> He may not be sole military, but he's still human. He's still human. All right, sir. Uh, I understand completely. Would you uh, mind if we tend to our, our prisoner and bring him to the nearest uh, available nexus station uh, to be treated? There's a mining facility just near you. Just take him there. Excellent, sir. Of course, sir. I've arranged an escort for you, just in case. Uh, where is that escort at currently? About five clicks behind you. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Try not to get me in any more trouble. Of course, sir. All right. Uh, so just trip, like triple checking, nothing in, that, uh, in, in all the data we saw. Like it is very, very clear that like, they are definitely... Warmongering. Perfect. Warmongering for sure. Um, do I have a direct line to anyone above... Uh, or laterally powerful to Commander Smith? Your dad. <gasps> Daddy! <gasps> but he's a, he's a politician. He's not military. Yep. All right, I'm going to call my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Opening up communications, Captain. Thank you. Ma uh, I ought to make sure to double encode and encrypt this transmission. I don't want it being picked up. Affirmative, Captain. Um, Hello? Hello, Ambassador. Captain... I have some information that, uh, that might be of interest to you, and I don't know where else to turn. All right. It would appear there's some sort of con uh, warmongering conspiracy going on within the human military. As they want to do? I'm unable to get clearance to, do any, uh, to take any further action. I was wondering if perhaps at all your times during these social functions you made friends with... Uh, a commander in the military, perhaps an admiral or something along those lines? Someone who you can trust? Um, I do know a colonel. Will that do? Uh, if, if you can trust him, then yes. In the human military? The colonel's in the human military? Yes. No, I don't want to speak to anyone in the human military. Uh, I'd like to speak to someone as close to the council as possible. To the, to the Nexus council? Yes. GBC strictly. Well, why? Okay, so you don't want to talk to Daddy. <laughs> I'd rather not. Okay. Um, uh, General Lefoy is, uh, as high as I know, you'll owe me, Andalith. I assume nothing less. Here's his com. Don't make me regret it this time. I wouldn't dream of it, sister. All right. I'll let him know that you're reaching out. When are you reaching out? As soon as is proper. All right. Give me a moment. Is this, this is really important, right? I would define it as a pressing matter, yes. <laughs> you should just call Daddy, but if you don't want to, give me some time to contact him and explain that this is a military thing. Consider it an emergency, Arissa, please. All right. Just be careful, Andalith. If I were to guess, I would say I have about two more minutes left to be careful. Oh, all right. I will do it now, then. Thank you. I close the calm. Ooh, Chile! Lieutenant Harsha, make a wide turn to, to get back in the direction of the Ukron station. Yes, Captain. Take your time. <laughs> Slowly but surely, Captain. Excellent. How are we doing on decontamination, Iota? Decontamination at 62%. How's everything going up there? 
swingly. <laughs> um, yeah, I go, I go into my quarters and I unlock the, uh, the drawer to my desk and I pull out my pistol and strap it onto my hip. Okay. Roll brace for impact for me, Tudge. Okay. Nine. Okay. Your armor is holding, for now, at a cost. What oh. is that cost? Oh, man. Uh, can I suggest? <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, so we got to keep applying these uh, auto-adhesives to this fellow to keep him from bleeding to death. Sure. Strikes me auto-adhesive might fill some of those holes in your suit there, Tudge. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna use some of the, uh, the adhesive, um, maybe a little more than is Kay. necessary to try and reseal. Uh, you won't have enough to reseal all of his wounds through the rest of the decontamination. I, I understand that. Okay. Hey, Doc. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're having a minor issue in uh, the airlock. Nothing serious. Not an emergency. <laughs> Had to use some of those adhesives to keep Tudge from dying. I'm curious if you can recommend a solution to keep our prisoner from bleeding to death uh, before you can get a crack at him. No. <laughs> All right. Figured out. Check. Have a good day. I guess. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could stuff him full of gauze. Is there gauze in the med kit? I mean, yeah. I don't know what that's gonna do. <laughs> it's better than nothing. Apply pressure to the wound. Nope, not, not yet touched. The adhesive hasn't worn off. <laughs> also, maybe let me handle it. You might crush him to death. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, this is not the first time I've had to deal with a gunshot wound with limited supplies. You'll have to tell me all about that sometime. Let's get out of decontamination first. Yeah, that sounds great. Incoming encrypted call. Hasha. Yes, Captain. Patch me through. Patching through, Captain. This is... Captain Dorvin of the GBC, who am I speaking with? This is highly irregular. I agree, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, but circumstances have forced my hand. Okay. Uh, what did my sister catch you up on in completely? You had two minutes to live? She's always been a bit dramatic to get her point across. I wouldn't say two minutes to live, but uh, two minutes before the situation escalates to... Uh, unreasonable ramifications. It is my understanding that there is a conspiracy in the, in the human military. Um, it's possible that my commander has been implicated, so I had to go around him to you. Your commander? Yes. Smith? Yes. Mm. Okay, go on. Mike Runa have discovered a human military black ops site that we have confirmed has been aiding in the warmongering of the remaining Tenreki insurgency uh, by attacking and stripping civilian ships of their uh, supplies. Okay. I have a full report here taken from the station directly. So there's no reason for them to, uh, for them to have changed any of the data to mask or subterfuge. I'd like to send this data your way. Yes, send it now. Uh, Lieutenant Harsha. Done and done, Captain. Sending. Um, My I commander looked at this information and told me, to the contrary, that the GBC was aware of this site and that, these, uh, that this was some operation to aid Tenreki refugees uh, by pretending to destroy their ships. Hasha, will you roll access for me? Yes. <laughs> That's a seven. No, sorry, eight. Eight. Did you send the file? I sent the file, Captain. Yes, sir, we did. Did you... Call dropped. Intrusion. 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 Kick it into full burn. Yes, Captain, going with any particular direction. Not towards the station. I whip back towards the jump gate. And I move towards the towards the bridge to join Hasha. Uh, uh, doors opening. Uh, can I like rush to like hold the door in the airlock closed? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Steve, you keep holding this guy. Uh, and what am I rolling to do this? Uh, that would be physique. Just force it. Uh, 
it's a six. <laughs> Can I get involved? Yes. Roll <laughs> expertise. Nice. I told you to stay with the patient. That is also a six. <laughs> so, uh, how do you fail? Uh, so, um, I, uh, so the doors are open and I try to, like, catch it before it opens. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, basically an explosive force because the pressurization isn't done while it's decontaminating. And, like, you, like, jumped to, um... I jumped to deal with, uh, the sort of electrical side of it. I'm trapped on one side of the door and, like, you're on the other or something. <laughs> Which door is opening? The, uh, door interior. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not the airlock door. So I think, like, the door, when the door closes, we're on opposite sides of it. All right. And because, so I get, I get flung out when the, when the door pops open. All right, so I'm trapped in here. Yeah. I've got the med kit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, so uh, the door opens up. You get flung out. Yep. I get stuck in the airlock when the door closes again. Yeah. Because you pull the electrics. Yeah, basically, because your your thing is trying to slam the door back shut, but I'm already out and the door's closing. Got it. I'm like, oh, oh, geez. (laughs) Pasha, seal all vents from uh, to and from uh, the aft cargo hold. Yes, Captain. I'm I'm trying. There's something going on with the uh, with the controls, though. Uh, I need access to Iota now. Uh, is there anything? Can I get in like an access panel in the airlock and do that? Sure. All right. I'll get to it. That is a nine. You definitely access her. Uh, but now they know that you're fighting against them. All right. Before I say. Would you say that a computer crash has caused chaos? I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I'm going to go to the nearest calm and uh, PA and be like, uh, hey, everybody, just letting you know that uh, the, re- the aft airlock opened before decontamination was finished. So, you know, everybody, if you have a hab suit near you, maybe put it on and everybody watch your skin and make sure that it doesn't slough off. Well said, Major. Perhaps maybe leave the the comms to Hasha and myself. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm I'm in Iota having a Matrix fight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sealing off the next two rooms connected to the airlock. So like the one immediately next to it, and then the one past that. The the door slam shut, airtight, uh, and uh, if I can also. Restore any semblance of communication along the comms. Are they have they not been disabled? Comms have not been disabled. Exterior comms have been disabled. Got it. Um, and then I'm gonna get on the PA just to those two rooms and say, uh, anybody in either of these rooms, you need to get a hab suit on now. And then I need you to let me know when everyone in your room has a hab suit on. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm back on the comm. Hey, uh, Steve, what are you planning? <laughs> I'm gonna vent the atmosphere in the rooms connected to this poison room. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna turn on my respirators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good plan, Tush. Uh, how are we doing on escaping this, uh, this cloaked fighter that's behind us? Has it made any extra maneuvers? Uh, I need you to roll piloting, please. Rolling piloting. <laughs> Uh, that is a 12. Yeah. What What are you hoping to achieve? You achieve it, and how? Just gets us out of jammer range. <laughs> yes, abs- absolutely, Captain. Um, so, Tudge, you're not in the engineering bay, correct? I am not in the engineering bay. Excellent. I am in the room next to the aft airlock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, basically, what uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set a course coreward. Uh, into empty space to move as quickly as I possibly can. Um, and part of that is using the uh, release of the airlocks to move a little bit, to move faster than my engines are actually working. Don't do the after lock, though. <laughs> no. no <laughs> There's the, people in there. It's it's the one that we're trying to clear out, right? The one that you're trying to clear out is the one that there are people in. So we're not opening that no. right now. No, please. That's the one that Steve is planning on opening. Got it. After everyone we care about has a hab suit on. 
Okay, so uh, I basically turn off all the power in the ship that I possibly can and reroute it uh, toward the thrusters. Okay, you're going to need somebody in engineering for I'm that. I'm heading that way right now. Oh, gee, <laughs> wish I could help. <laughs> heading that way right now. All right, Captain, they're gaining on us, so move a little quickly for me. Wait a minute. Long I've got strides. a thing for this. My techno babble. <laughs> I can do this. I can tell tell the NPCs they can use my expertise. Yeah, get them in there. <laughs> so I can I can command NPCs using my expertise, and they can do the thing. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna slam the PA and be like, uh, Captain, uh, uh, bring uh, yourself and two competent. Uh, Engineering students uh, to the engineering bay right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk you through this. All we need to do is is route power through the reactor. Uh, we're gonna hyperfluctuate the fusion here, and we're just gonna take a little bit of a reactor bump, and that's gonna put us right out into open space. Private Salini and Private Sebastian Goxon with me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's them. <laughs> Listen to everything Major Tudge has to say. <laughs> Jesus! Yes! That's gonna be a natural two for touch. <laughs> so, that's perfect. So Man, know, that sounds like a bold act. Just failed yeah. spectacularly. Uh, that sounds very similar to that. Well, I was actually thinking maybe it doesn't fail spectacularly because I'm there and I can get involved by actually using my expertise to like delineate the information you're trying to get across in your panic. <laughs> Okay, I mean, all right, I'll erase that experience point. <laughs> well, maybe you can fuck up. Too. I mean, I might just fuck up. We'll see. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I do. I got 11. So I'm going to make that a partial success. Okay. <laughs> Touch, shut up. They're moving closer, Captain. What are we doing? What Touch is trying to say is pull that, pull this, pull that. Uh, where's his uh, his spanner? There, there we go. And I start cranking like some some shit, and steam starts shooting out. Just tell me when, Captain. Steam. When can I hit? Where'd it? you get steam? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it is only a partial. Um, I think we succeed in getting out of jammer range. Maybe we run out of. Maybe this is gonna eat our fuel. Yeah, we're not. We're cells. not making it to anywhere on the fuel cells we have. Yeah, we're, we're literally like flying out into space. open space. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Yep. Um. Okay. You do. You did. Um. Refuel. Uh. Which includes spare fuel cells. However, they are in the aft hold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is currently sealed off for contamination. Yes. Um. Okay. Uh, so I, I hit whatever accelerator I needed to hit. We we blast out into dead open space, and we're like, <laughs> okay, good job, you guys. I'm just going to turn everything Ooh. off. Um, but I do need open comms. Comms are the bare minimum what we can do, Captain. I'm just trying to not waste any more fuel. I hail the general. Dorvin. Uh, we are being pursued. We're sending the information now. I don't know how much longer we have. Lieutenant. <laughs> sending, Captain. Sending right away. Did you get it? Yes, received. Uh, these are our coordinates. We have at least one pursuer in a in a very advanced stealth fighter. Um, we're not 100% sure if we lost them or not. Uh, but we are bingo fuel for the time being. I might be able to deal with that, actually. It's possible, but for the, for the time being, we are almost uh, certainly stranded. Message received. We will send an uh, aid ship to you as I review this. You better be right, Lieutenant Commander. We are. Um... Yes. <laughs> whatever power we have to spare, uh, put it into sensors to see if uh, if that vessel is still approaching us. Scanning, Captain. Do I have to do any kind of advanced scan to do that? Just scan. All right. Looking, looking, nothing. All right. Mm. <sighs> this console. All right. There's a, a couple of blips, Captain. I'm not sure what they are, though. All right. Keep an eye on them. Chief Armstrong, I believe you had a plan. Yeah, it's not a great one, but we're going to see how it goes. Uh, so I'm in IOTA systems at the moment. What I'd like to do is get manual control over the doors uh, in the rooms connected to this airlock. And I'd like to open all of the doors leading to the airlock about two inches. And then I'm going to vent the airlock. And uh, what's the name tag on this fellow's uniform? Marshall. Marshall ain't gonna make it through this plan. All right, give whatever identification you can on him. I take his name tag. <laughs> and his stripes, yes, stripes. I take his stripes too. <laughs> I put him in my pocket. 
I closed the button on that pocket. <laughs> but he's our ticket to information. I kind of took all their database. Marshall was a nice... Don't worry about it, Tudge. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> and uh, I hold on real, real tight. <laughs> so basically, uh, well, I guess I'll roll and see if what I want to happen happens. <laughs> uh, do you seal up your suit? That's right. You have a leg missing on your hab suit. Yeah. And uh, I'm planning to get a doctor to look at the vacuum damage. I mean, I'll do my best with the adhesive I have to seal it up. But worst case scenario, you can survive in the vacuum of space for a very short time. (laughs) Can I? Uh, Lieutenant Hasha, uh, I'll take the controls at the brig, get in the shuttle, go outside. Yes, Captain, you've got it. Hasha is outdoors for retrieval if need be. All right. If you can catch Marshall here, go for it. If not, don't worry. <laughs> oh, I can catch Marshall. <laughs> All right, yeah, so uh, I'm going to seal up the leg with adhesive. Uh, do I need to roll for that? No. All right, I do that. Hope it holds. And then uh, I attempt to open all of the doors between me and the airlock, uh, you know, two inches, just enough to let the air through, not enough to let everything in the room go through. And then I open the airlock door. Okay, roll for that. What, what is he rolling? Interface. I'll get involved against my better judgment. That's <laughs> <laughs> a 12. I've got yeah. a 10. Nice! <laughs> it goes however you want it to go. All right, so uh, I grab on real tight to the handles on the inside of the airlock. And the airlock door kicks open. <laughs> that was your vents. Marshall launches out. <laughs> Going. <laughs> we could say anything happened and you lost Marshall. <laughs> well, no matter what, the plan was open up that door. <laughs> uh, and uh, then the doors, the, the airlock door uh, on the inside opens up, you know, about two inches. And then I get slammed against it. <laughs> the doors beyond that open up about two inches. And I wait until there is no more wind and uh, intense pull outwards <laughs> to close the doors. <laughs> and then I do. And everything's fine. And uh, the shuttle is pretty much... I need you to brace for impact. Ah! <laughs> without armor. Doesn't matter. I don't have any. <laughs> that is a six. Okay. Uh, you survive um, your leg... Is uh, suffers a major injury? Yeah. Oh, a major debility. So uh, a semi-permanent affliction that must be healed professionally um, and will become steadily worse if untreated. Is that from, like, the freezing cold of space? Or what, what space happens to Space actually like? ain't that cold. What is an issue is the severe lack of pressure and the temperature at which your blood boils <laughs> at that pressure. So, uh, I don't know the exact medical term, but my leg is real fucked up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, But I ain't sucked out the airlock, which means we can deal with it. Uh, Lieutenant Hasha, did you manage to uh, catch the prisoner in the shuttle? Oh, yeah, he flew right into one of the passenger seat, Captain. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) On my way back uh, to board board the ship. (laughs) That guy's super dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, but yeah, so now all of the poisonous atmosphere has been vented, uh, and I get on the comms. Hey, Doc. <laughs> yes. Uh, I could use some help in the airlock. It should be fine for you to come here now. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I, I I owed a contamination report on uh, the the aft rooms. Decontamination complete. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I would hope so. Uh, about 30% breathable air lost. Excellent. More stranded than before. Uh, yeah, but now all them fuel cells in we the have access to, yes. we can use. Uh, Tudge, could you start moving those into the engineering room? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick up some fuel cells. I'm just going to have a sit down here in the airlock. You just you just holler if you need me, Captain. <laughs> uh so uh, the doctor's going to come down on her, with her floaty stretcher, put you on the floaty tre- stretcher, and take you to um, the 
medical bay. I'm going to rush this fuel cells to the engineering and like hurry to go to the med bay to help him. Uh, Hasha's running on up to the bridge. After securing the shuttle, I will secure the prisoner. Uh, I, I will have like grab one of those stretchers as well to put him on. Is uh, he still are there vital signs? Does he still have a pulse? He is super dead. Cool. <laughs> I still, I still move him into. into the I'll, I'll help the captain with that first. Yeah. As we're sort of passing in the hallway, I open up the uh, breast pocket, take the button off. Captain, got that name tag you wanted? I grab it. <laughs> Good work, Armstrong. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's going to take you a while to heal from that, even oh. with treatment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Believe me. There's going to be some scarring. Not the first time I've been in space without a spacesuit. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Tudge. Uh, I'm going to, I'm just, you know, by, at Steve's bedside. It's like, hey, that was really brave, you crazy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, Tudge. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so he's already patched up. Like, I don't need to help? No, okay. no. The doctor has, like... Right, she's a professional and stuff. Yeah. Hey, Tudge. Yeah, you Steve? Sh- you should talk to the doctor. I bet she likes you. <laughs> I have received a large number of painkillers, Tudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> hey, uh... Dr. Quintanilla. Yes. Thanks for helping Steve out. You're welcome. You're really good at your job. Thank you. Do you want to get a bucket of whiskey? (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps another time. Is that a bold act feeling spectacular? (laughs) I gotta get it one way. Uh, Not a spectacular failure. I should have asked her to marry me. Next time. Next, Next time, time. Kill him. we'll get him. Certainly a perilous order was obeyed, though. Which one was that? Armstrong gave out the order to everybody to put on their hab suits and then, like, deal with him, like, venting shit. Sure. Damn. Let's not, to, let's not forget that in the middle of a hard burn pursuit, Hasha went out in a shuttle to capture a dead body as it vented <laughs> out of their ship. Hey, I was just following orders, Captain. I did a good job. Excellent work, Hasha. <laughs> Um, how are we looking on those pursuers? We're all scanning. Scanning, scanning. Uh, that is a 10. Yeah! Uh, scan's clear. No, we're a-okay. Totally clear out here. Excellent. Um, keep an, uh, keep an eye out for any GBC hails. Absolutely. I'm expecting us to be intercepted by an aid ship. Um, continue on our present course for the time being. Just... Out into open space, Captain? We have the fuel cells to, to last a little bit longer, yes? Yeah, a few. Yes, sir, you've got it. Herman. Herman. <laughs> Herman. It's not, not my name, but yeah. <laughs> load up a torpedo, just in case. Just load a torpedo for me, all right? Okay, Steve. I'm loading it now. I'm uh, like I'm like putting a pill in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> open, Herman. open the launch bay. Here Herman. comes the torpedo. Herman, I can see you. You ain't loading no torpedo. Okay, well I'm gonna I'll go know do if it. You don't. <laughs> I can see the camera. <laughs> That's super ominous. <laughs> and then I'll pass out. <laughs> I'm going to go back uh, back to the engineering bay. I'm going to load up a fuel cell. And if, like, no one else is there, I'm going to crack open that dubious book. <laughs> Literally crack it open. Yeah, yeah it cr- like together. a crust falls away. <laughs> uh, go ahead and um, roll assessment for me real quick. I would really like to do that. Is there a plus anything? Uh, it would... Yeah, yeah, you can roll it with uh, um, expertise. Okay, then I have an eight. Uh, you you load your fuel cell, you uh, roll into your hammock with your new book, you open it up, <laughs> uh, you get some information about what species. Let's see, uh, the slug, what's the slug called? Uh, Gamalar. Yeah, Gamalar, that would hurt my heart right now. Sure. (laughs) Sure, uh, so you get some interesting information about the Gamalar, uh, romance. Oh. And then, um, you look up at a particularly blushy part, uh, and Mabel is on the ceiling above you. Oh, 
<laughs> Hi, are you I'm okay? Able, yeah, um, I don't pay no attention to my increased heart rate. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Mabel. I was really worried about you, so I thought I would come and say hi, and then you were busy, and so I didn't want to say anything because I thought maybe then you would be mad at me, and so I just sat here and stared. No, Mabel, I'm not <laughs> mad at you. It's fine. So uh, uh, I wake up in sort of my, my drug-addled state, still having access to Iota's cameras, <laughs> and I, I get on my comm to touch, and I just whisper in my comm, y'all should kiss. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll pass out again. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, Did anybody else hear that? <laughs> what was that? It went through the whole shit. <laughs> so uh, what? This, uh, thanks for uh, thinking of me. I heard you were so brave. Oh, well, I did go over there, but I, I think I think Master Chief Armstrong was the was the brave one. I think you are the brave one. What? (laughs) (laughs) But don't you see everything as the comms officer? Yeah. You saw him vent an airlock while he was in the airlock. Yeah. Y'all shook (laughs) it. I mean, pardon my language, but isn't that the hardest motherfucking thing you've ever seen? (laughs) I guess so. Okay. Oh, uh, no, no that's, I'm... I'm sorry I interrupted your book. No, it's fine. Yeah. Oh. Would you say a bold plan failed spectacularly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Poor Mabel. Okay. It's oh, just Mabel's plan. Oh, man. Tudge recognizes he fucked up. <laughs> like, but only now. It's like, oh, wait. Herman. Like, as a disturbingly similar scenario plays out in the book that he's reading, <laughs> Love Among the Gamelar. Herman. Herman, pick up. Ugh. Herman, pick up. This is Araman. Herman, you blew it. <laughs> I know. I tried to tell you y'all should kiss. I thought she liked you. Herman, I'm a man and she's a caterpillar. (laughs) (laughs) It would never work. Seems like a nice lady, but Herman, Herman, you should have kissed her. Uh, Chief, can you turn off the ship's comm, please? (laughs) Yes, this is highly irregular. I, I I must insist. How'd y'all Did get on this call? Did you broadcast this to the whole <laughs> ship? How'd y'all get on this call, Captain? <laughs> You're just in, on the open comms. Me, me, just me mashing my hands on the keyboard, <laughs> trying to like, to, like, to make this just like a one-on-one thing. I need, I need you to roll uh, physique to see if you can panic. Panicfully roll out of your hammock to get to your keyboard. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in my hammock. Uh, this is seven. Okay, you do so, but at a cost. Oh, you crush the I keyboard. Cru- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I crushed the book, but that's way more dealable. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I just smashed the keyboard. I'm like, oh, oh. So just whoever calls, then that's fine. <laughs> Dr. Quintanella, if you must restrain Chief Armstrong, Got do it. so. <laughs> Captain, how'd you get on this call? How'd you know I was in med bay? Oh, <laughs> you're being restrained by a doctor. I read about this in a book once, too. <laughs> Herman, did you like the book? The doctor has closed the comm. <laughs> I'm still talking. <laughs> uh, Captain, we seem to be being hailed by a, a larger ship. I think it's GBC. Uh, patch me in. Done. This is Captain Dorvin of the Pixis. Pixis, this is Commander Frost of the Lofton. I heard that you needed uh, aid or assistance. Yes, we were in pursuit. Um, we also are relatively low on our fuel cells given the, our position currently. Um, were you briefed of the... Uh, of the situation or just of our distress? No, I was told that you would give me a full briefing after you docked in our ship. Right away. Already docking, Captain. Uh, what race is Frost? Uh, she is a Karmani. So we dock. 
so it takes a couple minutes. The um, Basically, the base of the ship lowers down and you fly through like a plasma field and then it gets raised up. Um, and you are in the, in the, inside the, the landing bay of the, of the, um, like the large ship landing bay of the dreadnought. I return my pistol to its, uh, place in my desk and, um, I collect my senior officers and I let, uh, Major Manitep know he has the ship while I'm away. Okay. Uh, and the only one who I don't get to collect is Steve because he is completely <laughs> incapacitated. He, Not only drugged, but also restrained. I think that you're still talking to... Uh, oh, yeah. Me and Quentin Hill are having a great conversation now. <laughs> She's not actually talking. It's going fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I do grab Lieutenant Hasha and, and Major Touch to uh, accompany me. Uh, we've sent off the raw data to Frost, correct? Uh, not to Frost yet. Um We'll have the data handy, um, but we only uh, Frost may have been given the data by um, the general or um, not. But uh, when we brief her on the situation, that will that will be when we give her the information. I've got it just in case, Captain. Excellent. And uh, that is where we will end for today. <sighs> this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Sean Gomes, the creator of Uncharted Worlds, powered by the Apocalypse. The Apocalypse World engine is property of Lumpley Games, owned by Vincent Baker. For more information, go to www.uncharted-worlds.com or www.lumpley.com. Dot lumply dot com.